Welcome to another episode of Project Process. Today we have Val here, Valerie Yip. Uh, Val is a good friend of mine. Um, I've really only known you for about short period of a very time, short period bro. of time, but like we've hung out many times, and uh, I've seen you grow in that even that that short amount of time, which is really good to see. Um, uh, she's a student at OCAD, she studies illustration, but she spends a lot of her time outside of school uh, taking photos and things like that, and so. Uh, I think she has an interesting journey, and I think that would be worth sharing with you guys. So uh, we'll get right into it. Uh, why don't we start with, uh, Val, tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now. Um, and, and then we'll move into more of your history. So currently for summertime, I have some photo shoots planned out with a designer. And other than that, I'm also continuing my education and taking summer courses by choice. So that's what I've planned out so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else can I say? I mean, yeah, that's, that's pretty much out. it for my summer. Um, and Val, you first started uh, doing, when you came out of high school, you first uh, started studying architecture at Ryerson. And, Correct. Uh, so what was that like in comparison to OCAD and why did you switch over? Uh, I guess I chose a very, very specific program, architecture, but before that I had the wrong impression of um, architecture being something that covers all kind of spectrum when it comes to designing because um, I thought you have to study human behavior and psychology and all these interests that I had but when I actually went in and committed for two years I realized like it was very um, I guess like scientific based more than artistic so after giving it two years I really like finally realized it wasn't my thing and I knew I had to make a change and I did and that's why I chose to move on to a new school in Toronto still because I love Toronto a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I mean there's a, there's a lot of people our age who are in programs that they may not enjoy or, or may not be like their thing but they, they choose to stick with it. What would you say to, to those? Um... To people who decide to stay? They're kind of on the fence of like, oh, should I stay or should I like, should I go? What should I do? You know, like I've, maybe I've already completed by now like three years of my university degree or two years, maybe even four years. Um, um, but I really want to do something else. What should I do? Should I, should I stick it out and do the rest of the program and then go back to school? Or should I just quit right now and go, go to, to where I want to go? I think... Um... In your situation, my advice would be just stay in your program because knowing you personally, I know the program keeps you driven and keeps you practicing what you're already good at. So I would like stay for that one extra year if I were you. But for people who just started, like let's say they're in first year uni and it really doesn't feel right, I'd say instead of just like uh, given up, I would say talk to your professors, talk to people who are in older years, talk to people who go to the same school as you but in different programs and like see what you like and find out more about things you're intrigued about. Like even go to like another lecture in another program, sit there and see if it intrigues you, then, then decide. Don't just say, oh, this is not for me and give up. Just don't give up, I guess. Mm-hmm. Keep yourself... Mm-hmm. driven and keep yourself inspired mm-hmm. whatever it takes and i guess also informed about like what the future may hold but also maybe something that you want to explore you said uh, maybe sit into the programs of like 
the ones yeah. that you want to go to. Yeah. Yeah. And did like, you do that for yourself? I did. Like, um, between my transition from Ryerson to OCAD, um, I, like, definitely talked to people that was from my high school that goes to OCAD. Um, like, Jeremy, for instance, I was asking him about his program and how he feels about the school. Um, show up. Because, like, these days, like, you can just show up in a lecture and no one even knows. Like, mm-hmm. as long as you're not, like, interrupting... You're just sitting there doing your own thing, researching on your own and seeing if the environment is for you. Like, it, it's cool. Like, no one's going to be like, no, you don't go here. Right? Yeah. 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 What, what made you choose illustration out of all the programs at OCAD? Good, good question. Um, I originally actually wanted to go for in, industrial design just because I thought... I saw it as a way of like continuing my interest for architecture, but on a more smaller scale. Um, but in the end, like I guess for OCAD, you can only choose one major, right? Yeah. Like there, you can't have a second option. So you can have the, a minor, but you can't have a double. I don't, I've never heard of anyone doing a double major. Yeah, you can't. And I was looking into industrial designing, environmental designing, and illustration. Just just scanning, like just looking, scanning through, scanning, yeah, scanning through what they can offer, and illustration sounded like something I've been doing since I was younger, like just drawing and observing things and trying to communicate through my drawings, because I wasn't, as you can tell right now, I'm not much of a speaker, I don't communicate well, so I wanted to perfect something that I've been doing since I was younger, and so in the end, when I had to be super honest with myself, I chose illustration because mm-hmm. I just wanted to master something that I've already been doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and now that you're at OCAD, you uh, finished first year. You finished first year. This was your first year, mm-hmm. and you finished. Um, but you've also taken on a lot of photography, especially very recently. How did that come about, and uh, why did you move into that? Um, almost seemingly you're taking it more importantly than your illustration yeah um how did i get started oh our school uh shout out to kiara magazine kiara Scuro. sure Scuro. oh is i isn't it kiara mm. uh kiara tomato whatever tomato sure that they're great um so i guess like oh tip like always join little clubs and communities within your education system because that's how you're gonna socialize naturally that's how you're gonna meet people that are driven and out there but I saw that and I just click the join button and I joined this group that just started and basically um, Ira the one that had the idea mm-hmm. for running a student magazine uh, was looking for photographers and I have been doing photography on my own like more like street photography like exploring with my camera around the city and I'm like, ooh, this is a cool opportunity for me to try a different um, type of photography, like shooting subject, like people, like face-to-face. Um, so I just joined it, and I applied for a position as a photographer, and that's how I got started about two months ago. Yeah, not too long ago. And through that, um, I started being more interested in shooting portraits, and... Um, Beyond school, I started looking for opportunities like Toronto Men's Fashion Week, which recently happened and 
mid-March, late March, mm-hmm. and just just keeping myself busy with shooting. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, that's a pretty exciting opportunity, shooting for uh, Toronto Men's Fashion Week. How did that, how did something like that come about? Like if, if there was a, a photographer that wanted to do that as well, um, like what would you suggest? How, how would you get into something like that? Just putting yourself out there, like. So, like, what does that mean? Like, did you DM people on Instagram? Did you give out your business cards at, uh, at shoots? Did, like, what did you do? What did I do? Um, honestly, I went into Toronto Men's Fashion Week thinking I could get some content for my portfolio. It was for a very personal reason because I wanted to pr- apply for a, an apprenticeship or like an internship abroad. And I needed more fashion content because it was a fashion company. Yeah. Um, and then my friends were like, oh, if you need that, why don't you apply for Toronto Men's Fashion Week? And I was like, oh, yeah, why not? And I so, so I went for it. I signed up, like went to, went to their website, looked, looked around, found the volunteering page and just went for it. And that's how I got to where I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, and then, uh, from what I remember, you told me you met a lot of uh, models and other photographers at the Toronto Men's Fashion Week, and so you've been kind of picking around those connections. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just been going on from there, and so now you're doing shoots. Yeah, but I would definitely say don't try to bring your business card because like everyone's at the event trying to like mingle and drink and like it's casual, right? Yeah. And like. Even if you were to give out your business cards, people are moving around like there are different shows. They're going to lose it. They're going to throw it away. Don't bother. Keep it casual. Maybe like give your Instagram to each other, exchange that, phone numbers, email yeah. even. But business card, I wouldn't say that would be the setting for yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I, I would suggest that like to just put people's numbers and or Instagram or whatever straight into your phone. I think that would be... You're yeah. not going to lose your phone. Well, exactly. Most of the time, you're not going to lose yeah. your phone. It's not like you're at a business meeting. like that. In yeah. that case, yes. But at a social event like that, where people are drinking and walking in and out, I wouldn't say like you have to. I mean, most people at our age, especially, don't mm-hmm. even have a business card yet. So I wouldn't say go out of your way and do that. Like mm-hmm. That's too soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what would you say to maybe some people who are listening that are a bit more shy and like are not so willing to to talk up talk up everyone what would you suggest to them going to events like these so they've made the step to volunteer at Toronto Men's Fashion Week per se um, but they're, they're a little shy they're just taking photos and they maybe they're a little scared of talking to the other photographers in the pit what would you suggest to them push yourself because you already push yourself so far to showing up at the event just take the next step and just do it yeah like, think about, like, the worst-case scenario. Like, what, they give you a funny look or they walk away, then you just move on and keep shooting, right? There's no worst-case scenario, really, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Nothing serious and nothing permanent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What made you choose to pursue photography outside of school? I mean, like, uh, first year at OCAD uh, doing illustration, uh, for me, it wasn't exactly a breeze, and so I imagine, like, maybe it's it's probably a bit easier knowing that you're coming from Ryerson Architecture, but what was that like, and uh, when did you decide to, like, take on, like, more side projects? Um, 
I guess yeah. Um, when I was in architecture, there was no freedom for exploring my other hobbies because that program was very like much a lifestyle that you had to commit to, like twenty four seven. I was committed to just the projects I was assigned from school. I did start shooting more photography because of architecture, but I could not find time outside to just shoot portraits or like any anything else. So when I transitioned to OCAD, and um, on the weekends I was free for once, like I just started taking my camera out for a walk, and I just couldn't stop ever since. Yeah. When did you decide, when you were at OCAD, when did you decide that uh, you wanted to take on extra projects on the side? Like, when did you want to do more photography or whatnot? I know it was recently, but what, what gave you that push to do it? It was never really a push for me. I just, I get addicted to creating, and I find that for me personally, camera, this media, it's just like so quick to produce, and your work really communicates with people easily. Instead of like, it's like instead of um, like illustration, you have to like start from zero, then compose your image. It's like you just see what you like and click, and instantly your image is out there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so now that you've been more in photography, like dived a little deeper into photography, how do you feel about your programming? Like, in relation to how you feel about illustration versus photography like do you still feel that illustration is facilitating your photography or for sure because um both are similar to de designing and art right like both are in the same field so i find that each one of them help me inspire like when i'm shooting uh photos i think because of my illustration background i pay attention to composition colors um, highlight, like balance, all that stuff. And that's why like I haven't been thinking, oh, I should switch into a photography major because I think bringing in an illustrator's perspective into photography is refreshing rather than like a photography student shooting. I have a different perspective. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to be multidisciplinary. Right, yeah, and it's cool when people can't really define your art because that's when you truly stand out, right? Mm. It's like, it's kind of, I like when people think and just assume that with my camera I'm in the photography program, but my answer is otherwise because then it just makes you more you than just another person in something that people expect. Mm. That's the feeling I get when uh, people ask me what program I'm in. Right? Yeah. I don't think your program has to be something you're passionate about sometimes. I think as long as you're putting yourself in the right environment with people that are driven, um, people that challenge you, then just maybe stay. Yeah. Unless it's like enabling you to grow, I'd say like stay even if it's not something that you're passionate about. But that, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. This is all opinion anyway. Mm -hmm. um. Did anything I say like make you question things? Not really. I mean like everything that you've been doing, uh, everything that you've been doing 
as of this past year, like, is reflective of exactly what I would want anyone to hear this from. Like, literally, you are the person that would embody, like, what I want to see from, like, everyone else around me. Aww. Right? So it's like, um, I Cue met you, <laughs> I, I met you, like, what, like, a little, about a year ago? Maybe even less than a year ago? Less than, but I do have to tell everybody, I saw Russell years ago when I was, two years, I guess two years ago when I was in, in first year. Yeah, first year in architecture program. Yeah. It was at a party, and, like, that impression of you, like, is so different from who you are today. Because mm-hmm. it was at a friend's birthday party, everyone's first year, trying to drink and get comfortable around each other. And I just saw him, like, being drunk and Millie rocking in a corner while eating Doritos. I don't remember that party. You probably don't, because you were drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, it's okay to feel lost. It's okay to have fun, like... Just because someone's working on it and you're partying doesn't mean you're a total trash. Just do you. But I do think if you wonder about what you're doing and if you can't sleep at night and wake up being happy about waking up, I think you should make a change about it. Whether if it's a little move like talking a friend about it, talking to your parents about it, or like just sitting there talking to yourself about it, like make a move. Like, don't just sit there and be sad. Like, do something. Like, go for a walk. Anything that can, like, inspire you and make you think positive, do it. And that's what I kind of want to push out to to people who are listening or people who know me. Uh, as I said, like, you embody, like, that kind of person that I wish everyone uh, would become, right? Like, uh, I knew you, like... Before, you were an architecture, I didn't really know you back then, but even just in this past year, seeing the change from the beginning of the school year to now, um, like, I'm super proud of you. Like, you went from someone who was like, I kind of, like, doubt myself, I'm not sure if I, like, should do this or this, and, like, you asked for a lot of help in the beginning, which is great. Oh, that's key. Right? He brought it up, asking for help. It's okay to admit that you're vulnerable, it's okay to admit Admit that that you don't know. Yeah, you're lost. As long as you notice the problem first and then you open up about it, the world will help you. Because people have been through that, like whether they're the same age as you or much older or even younger, like mm-hmm. you can always share your, if you share your weakness with people, like most of the time, most people are willing yeah. to help. Yeah. And if not, just reach out to another person. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so Val was like asking for help, all these kinds of things to now where I see Val as like, um, I look up to Val in some ways too. Aww. It's like now she's the one reaching out. She's the one getting all the uh, getting the gigs on her own and taking initiative and all this kind of all this this ent- kind of thing. Um, and so I'm super proud of her for for, for doing that and uh, for for going her her way. Um, so yeah, that's been like really sick to see. Oh, thanks, yeah. man. I'm super proud of you too. Look at you, like you're making a podcast to like help other people out. And it doesn't matter, like, I, I think one thing we all have, to, our generation is caught up about is, like, having followers and, like, social status, social statuses online, like, it doesn't really matter. A lot of people, like, especially influencers, always, like, remind you, like, numbers count, like, likes count, followers count, but I really don't think so. Because let's say, here's two scenarios, um, your Instagram blows up and you have people DMing you. Versus your Instagram does not blow up, but occasionally you get really great people following you. I think I would choose second, 
the, the second, second choice. Choice because you don't have to filter out all these shitty people. Can I swear on your podcast? Yeah. Yeah. You don't That's have totally to filter right. out all these like <laughs> shitty people to get to that one person to work with, to collaborate with. Um, with less followings, you can choose. You can like actually get to know your followers and like find out if you guys can do something in the future, you know? Mm-hmm. So like don't focus on like quantity. I'd say focus on quality in whatever you do, mm-hmm. like quality of life, quality of your health, mm-hmm. um, quality of your work. Yeah. Uh, you guys may not know, but Valerie is a big fan of uh, the quality of her DMs. So uh, a, a lot of what she's been doing is is a lot of messaging in the DMs and all that kind of thing. But she's really looking for like a quality connection, not just connecting with anybody. And I think it's been really working out for her. Yeah, the whole like mass following people and unfollowing thing, I'm not a huge fan of. Because so what? You have like 10K followers. But if your content is not like what I'm looking after, I'm not going to follow you back. Just because I like my feed to be inspiring, educating for myself. Honestly, I'm not a huge fan of like a bunch of selfies. Because if I want to see your face, I'll hit you up and we can grab a coffee. Like Straight up. <laughs> like, I don't want to see selfies on my Instagram. Like, it's not stimulating. Like, I love your face and I love you, but... I don't need to see that when I'm like about to sleep at night, you know? Mm-hmm. I want to see what you're working on, what you're passionate about, what your day's been like. Like, yeah, like something exciting that's happening in your life. So don't follow people just for the numbers. Like, mm-hmm. follow it if their content, what they put out, is inspiring to you. And that goes out to your friends too, not just like people. Like, am I? Like, if your friend's Instagram is not what you like, don't feel obligated to follow back, right? Fair. Yeah. To each their own. Yeah. Like, if I follow my friend and she doesn't follow me back, I'm not going to be bitter about it. I get it. Like, it's not your thing. It's cool. Is there any final words that you would like to say to uh, uh, anyone who's listening? I always ask this of anyone who's on the podcast, whether they have something, like, say it's a word of wisdom, a quote they want to share... Um, just a little something that they've learned um, that they want people like us to hear. Um, there'll definitely be a plug at the end. I'll, I'll put your Instagram in the description. So if you want to follow what uh, Valerie's up to and all her photography and all that kind of thing, then I'll put that in the description. Uh, other than that, anything that you'd like to say? Uh, to sum up my entire mindset and experience this year, the main difference um, I made um in my life is be uh instead of just thinking and planning um do it like even if it's just one thing instead of like 10 things just either write down your thought and have a bucket list and like check them off and see which ones are your priorities and do it um just do it like don't just sit on it and think about it because the only difference about i find about people that i look up to rather than people that like don't make things happen is people who I look up to always do it like they take the first step they cuz everyone can think everyone can like imagine things but until you translate your thought into actions and create that impact like nothing's going to happen like especially if you don't write that down you'll just forget it that thought like and it'll never happen and you're 
you're never going to change your own life. So you got to do it, even if it's just one thing. Yeah, one littlest thing. Like, start watering your plant. Start going out for walks. Like, mm -hmm. do that. Yeah. Thanks, Val. Thanks so much for uh, chatting with us. Um, yeah, I guess I'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah, cheers.